0: hi and welcome to episode 45 of the grid irons of your podcast my name is andre and with me as always my co-host aside hey amen and joining us once again is uh offensive lineman from the ones predators it's kale fiu fiuco i still have problems with your last name kale what's going on guys
1: Uh, how what does it feel it? to be the second time?
0: Co-host episode? Okay. Didn't me
2: me. No, I watched one of them, but the other two I actually completely forgot about.
0: This show is sponsored by Contact Sports. Contact Sports is the number one stop for all your football needs. The website, www.contactsports.se, has everything you need, from helmets to cleats. And if you're unsure about your size, or you simply need some advice, you can call, DM, or email them, and they will help you out. These guys, they've sold football equipment since the late 1980s, so they are truly experts. And this week, you will get a 10%, 10% discount on gloves if you enter our code gridiron at checkout, again, that's 10% off on gloves. If you enter our code gridiron, that's G-R-I-D-I-R-O-N. A big thank you to Context Sports for sponsoring this podcast. So anyone need new gloves for next season?
2: I just um, got some new ones, actually.
0: You an import? you get stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right that's what I mean I'm, I just got
1: some. I'm sponsored by the shop and I have to buy my own gloves
0: <laughs> Hey in Sweden where the store is located we uh, we have playoffs in quite a few leagues coming up here uh, next week so or next weekend so we've got opportunities for people to buy gloves with a discount this week if uh, you need some for the playoffs here
2: yeah people got to use their the discount advantage.
1: Yeah, we'll get new gloves for the off-season workouts. All of you receivers out there, learn to catch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> learn to catch. I mean, I hope you have uh, some ability to catch if you're a uh, playing receiver, but yeah, everyone can get better.
1: <laughs> okay, I needed to go through the sponsorship before because I'm going on a ride right now. The ELF page, like to watch games, it's top 10 worst pages I ever visited in my life. It's laggy. You cannot f- ever find the one thing you're looking for.
0: Like, so what were you looking for and what could you not find?
1: The Hamburg Sea Devils game.
0: But it, I, I found it pretty easy to find where to access the games, but I have found it more difficult to actually get the streams working always.
1: The stream is a whole different story. Like, the graphics are terrible. I don't know if it's my Wi-Fi or something else.
0: Okay, but I'm clicking on uh, European League of Football official site. And Um, every
1: time you click something, it tells you to log in. And on the corner, it tells me I'm already logged in. So I do not understand shit. Hmm,
0: that's not been quite my experience but i've mostly accessed the the app on the phone which also has some problems but it's pretty easy to find games there on the app you just open the app and then press the football icon and then you see all past results and upcoming games and you press one of the when they're happening you press one of the upcoming games and uh you select the audio you want, English and German, most of the time. And for the Barcelona Dragons game, I think they had a Spanish option as well. And, and then the game should be on.
1: Yeah, I need to I'm watching it through the computer and through, through the computer it's a headache to find anything. Cause it keeps telling me like, yeah, that's a premium. You need to log in to access the premium package. I already have the premium package, I don't know. (coughs) Mm. Big time, you know. (laughs) Rich rich as hell.
0: No, we just (laughs) barely scraped enough money to share an account.
1: (laughs) I had to sit outside of Ika to beg people for money for half an hour yesterday to make it. (laughs) Afford the game pass. (sighs)
2: How much is the game pass?
0: It's ninety nine euros. I, I, I'm saying if you're if you're a one person, definitely not worth it.
1: Yeah, we are like we too. It's it's not kind of it's not that expensive then.
0: No, it's not too bad if you're. I'm too, never but, buying it alone. Yeah, same. I wouldn't buy it if uh, I wasn't sharing it with someone.
1: Should we start with the uh, games? Who actually watched a full game here, guys?
0: Uh, I don't think I sat down and watched any of my games from start to finish, but I was like checking into all of my games at least.
1: Uh, Because I kind of watched the Unicorns game. Kind of. All of the unicorns yeah. game gets boring in the like fourth quarter because they're always leading and they're always leading big, so it doesn't even matter anymore.
0: Hey, they only beat Fla- the Flash in the semifinal of the CFL championship with like what one or two scores. Do you know why? Uh, How no your mean,
1: team were banged up.
0: Ah, uh, I mean that it can happened. happen to anyone. Like, but should we should we start with that game? I mean, the Flash were the team that held, has had the they're the team that has had the closest game with them all season, but wasn't yeah. it wasn't all that close in the final against Parma, was it?
1: It was close in the first half. I think it ended thirty to seventeen or something. Then Parma weren't able to score in the whole second half of the game.
0: Wait, but the you... was a lot of fun. Can, can you repeat that? What what, what was the halftime score?
1: 17 to 30 something.
0: Oh, Okay, so it was still like two scores.
1: Yeah, yeah. But like Parma was going strong because the Unicorns had averaged, they allowed averaged uh, 78 yards per game allowed rushing. But they allowed an eighty-something-yard run against the Parma Panthers. Huh. The the Parma has a D lineman slash running back fullback, number forty-two. He's a machine. I think that's a good combination. Like if you bring in an import, nothing against you, Kale. You have more wow. tackle than me. <laughs> No, but the wow. game ended, like, uh, Tyler Rubik, the receiver, he was a machine. He caught everything. They could not touch him. <clears throat> he got the game game's MVP. Uh, poor offensive lineman messed up his knee real bad. But Oof. they, like, they still kicked their ass, so it didn't even matter.
0: So, Unicorns are uh, CEFL champions once again.
2: That league's already
0: over? Yeah, so this was like a uh, cross-European competition. This is the same competition that like Blue and uh, the Copenhagen Towers were competing in. So it's like just cup style, just uh, knockout round each round. So if you lose, you're out. And I think like 13 teams or something like that participated in the tournament.
1: 12 teams, 10 different countries. Okay. Wow. Something in that nature. Yeah. No, but I don't think like the unicorn against Konov, they had a lot of injuries. What What is their linebacker import name? The guy with the YouTube channel. Uh,
0: Alfieri. Alfieri. Yeah. Nick. He
1: was out, and he's he's still out. They had a couple more injuries, I guess. I think. So they were banged up, but they still won. So.
0: Yeah, I mean that, thats a machine of a team, the Unicorns, man.
1: Okay, your your game, Andre. Uh,
0: should we wait with the ELF games until the end? We can take those in a row. So I'll go with uh, the French semifinal that I uh, that I watched most of. Uh, it was the Marseille Blue Stars at the time undefeated. Marseille Blue Stars. We're taking on the Donau uh, Black Panthers. And th- this was a really exciting game. We had two teams go back and forth. No- neither team ever had more than a one-score lead. So I think it was like 7-0, 7-7, 14-7, 14-14, 21-14, 21-14 21-21. And here's the crux. Marseille, they scored to go up 27-21. to and they miss the extra point they miss the extra point
1: oh no that hurts
0: yeah and uh, and this was in the fourth quarter so you knew like this could be bad a few drives later the black Panthers score they make their extra point and they're up 28 to 27 marseille they have a possession where they managed to drive the ball inside the 10 of the uh, Black Panthers. And, I mean, I, I'm thinking they're going to score. Maybe maybe run the ball, stop the clock, kick a field goal. But but here's the thing. On the stream I'm watching, I have no idea how much time's left. So I'm not quite sure if they're doing there's the no right clock. No, there's no clock on the stream. So... I, And I I can't really understand the commentators. I think I was sitting like at my brother's place and he has two young children, so I can't really fully pay attention. In in French, if I listen really, really closely, I can usually pick up on a few things and time is probably one of those things I can pick up on. But I'm not picking up on anything sitting and watching this game. And the Marseille Blue Stars, They throw an interception inside of the Black Panthers' 10-yard line. They're less than 10 yards away from winning the game. They probably could have kicked a field goal at some point from there. They throw a pick, and the Black Panthers kneel the game out. And they They win by one point. They win by one point. That's devastating. Yeah, that is crazy.
1: Like, like, tell you're... me that, that that loss does not hurt. Instead I mean, of that... like getting beat by 40 points.
0: I mean, ima- imagine that being your only loss of the season. Like, damn. You're undefeated to that point. Roll into the playoffs. You ha- play a close game. You're in position to win it at the end, and you blow it by turning the ball over.
1: How close to the goal line were they?
0: They were inside the 10. I don't know if they were at the 7 or the 5 or whatever, but they threw a pick inside the 10-yard line.
1: So they literally did a Seahawk.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But but I will say that in general throughout the game, I think the Black Panthers, they looked stronger and more physical up front. Like they just looked bigger uh, on the lines. Like Marseille, they had pretty small offensive linemen in contrast to the Black Panthers who have, quite a big offensive line. Like These sort of things, I think, play a role into play-calling in that situation.
1: Uh, they weren't able to run the ball the whole game?
0: I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I, I think Marseille, they were mostly passing the ball to move it.
2: Uh. That's, that's a tough one. But yeah,
0: that... With that in mind, we're uh, setting up for what? It's going to be the fourth meeting of the year between the Flash and the Black Panthers. The Flash, they won big in their uh, opening game against the Tono. I think it was like uh, 35 to nothing. Then I think it was a closer game when they played against one another in the CEFL. And then the Black Panthers managed to get a win when they played in the last game of the season, in the regular season. So now this sets up a very exciting final in a fourth matchup this year between those two teams, third in the French League. Because, be because, because the Flash won by a lot in their semifinal. Of course they did. So, Kale, which game did you
1: actually watch?
2: Uh, the Istanbul Rams game, the EFL game. I think um, not that the, was
1: terrible, right?
2: Yeah, it was uh, an offensive up by Vienna. And were, their best
1: receiver was gone.
2: Yeah, they were running the ball well, throwing the ball well. The Rams just had nothing, nothing on defense to stop them.
0: No resistance.
2: Couldn't do, yeah, couldn't, couldn't get anything going on offense either.
0: It, it seems like they're having some trouble with uh, their Australian QB. He's not having the best of seasons.
2: No, it's... Yeah. I mean, Stegman. they lost 49-0. So. Yeah. Pretty devastating, blowout.
1: To their defense, Vienna was ranked top one in a couple of like preseason rankings.
0: I mean yeah, the,
1: people so, thought people thought,
0: people thought they were a good team, yeah, like but but you're not supposed to be losing by 40 plus points.
2: No, especially in the EFL. I mean that offense is just so fast and just so explosive.
0: Yeah, the the Vienna Vikings really do seem like a a threat to win at all here.
2: I wouldn't doubt it honestly.
1: Should be nice to see new teams next year at least. See some other teams fail miserably.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe Istanbul will think that's fun.
1: Yeah. They can beat some beat up some people then.
0: Ooh, crazy! One of your other games, Kale, the that you were supposed to watch—the Patriots against the Ducks—the the underdog pulled off the upset. The Salzburg uh, Ducks actually managed to win thirty-two to twenty-eight.
2: Yeah, that was a close game. It looked like. Same with the uh, other one I was supposed to watch—the Dresden Monarchs versus the Rebels. Oh yeah, I heard that, that, that was another. There. That was another close one.
1: 27 to 23 oh come, come on monarchs defending champions can barely defend their home field
0: no I think the game was in Berlin
1: I don't know what's yeah. up with this team fall from grace or something
0: I mean they, they don't look like a champion champion type squad right now not even close no. to it.
1: My second game could, like, uh, if you're a football fan and you have trouble sleeping, just turn on that game, especially if you're, like, a big offensive guy.
0: Please expand like, upon that. <laughs>
1: like, my second game was the Leipzig Kings against uh, Berlin Thunder. Ooh. I think the quarterbacks of both teams had a deal with the DBs. That they will complete more passes to them than the receivers.
0: A lot of our, interceptions in this game.
1: Kind of, yeah. Like one interception, I think the Leipzig quarterback threw. He threw it like literally to the DB or the linebacker, some guy out like back there, like no receiver was close by, and he wasn't like rushed or something.
0: How generous of them!
1: Yeah, uh, our homeboy and former guest William Gaines got a pick. So helped Leipzig win. But, like, uh, I don't know. The game was super boring. A lot of field goals. The kickers were sore
0: that game. Well, it was a really close game, wasn't it?
1: 17 to something. 15. 19 to 15 something in that
0: area. Let's see. I'm double-checking here. It was... uh... Nineteen to fifteen, yeah, like like this. Hey, they got their first win. Finally, they've been they've been pretty competitive in like every game, and they just haven't won yet. But now they got to win.
1: Congrats! Yeah, so that game I would not recommend it for my worst enemy.
0: <laughs> Maybe there are people who uh, like watching a lot of picks and defensive close games. 1915 sounds like it could be fun.
1: Listen, unless it's 40 up there, like how was the cologne game? Let's let's switch over to that your game. How was the cologne game?
0: <laughs> you was it hear just- about the cologne <laughs> game
1: <laughs> looked like a Warriors game? 145.
0: Oh, I mean So this game, I'm going to say I didn't really watch much of it, but I did watch the highlights afterwards. But I checked in on the game a bit late. I was a bit late to start up the game, but it was like 45 minutes after it had started. I was like, okay, I probably haven't missed much. I'll check in here. I'll watch most of the game. What's the score when I start up the stream? 32 to (laughs) 6. to who? I, uh, Frankfurt led 32 to 6 when i started up the stream and i went no <laughs> i'm not continuing to watch this shit oh wow oh and the next thing that happened was that uh, Ryan Rimler the kicker for Frankfurt uh, kicked in another 50 plus yarder his second of the season so Thirty-five to six, I believe, was like the halftime score, if if Wait, not more. Which
1: kicker in Frankfurt? I think they have two kickers, right? They have one just based on old
0: age. No, Rimmler, number one, I think he has.
1: Uh, didn't they? He's have the guy
0: two... who he's the guy who kicked from like sixty when we were in Frankfurt. What a leg! Yeah, what or a leg indeed or if it was like 55 or something like that. It, it was a, he had a long kick when we were watching in Frankfurt when they played the Rhein Fire. And he had another that, long man, kick. That's oh. impressive. And he had another uh, long kick this weekend that he made. So yeah, he's he's been impressive. Like it's weird to say, but one of the most impressive players in the league for me, or at least one of the most surprising has been the kicker for the Frankfurt Galaxy, Brian Rimmler. But yeah, Cologne, they didn't get much at all going offensively. Like o- outside of one big play from Quentin Pounds where he caught it and ran a lot to get to the end zone. I think he had like a 60 yard touchdown or something pretty early in the game. Other than that, the Cologne offense couldn't get much going off going. And the Frankfurt offense, they. Uh, they just walked all over this Cologne Centurions defense, and our main man uh, Lawrence uh, Regler, I think, scored two touchdowns on the day. Machine. He he, he had a really good game. Um, I, when I rewatched the the highlights, I was like, "Huh, there was a catch from Regler. Another catch from Regler. Oh, there was another one. I think he yes. had like five catches on just the highlight reel."
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: The like what nine minute highlights that the ELF puts out on YouTube, but he had I think he had four or five catches on just that highlight. I
1: wonder how many catches he hadn't told at that
0: game. Yeah, so he he must have had a pretty good game. Shout out to Lawrence Regler.
1: Did you watch no, you didn't watch any other games, right? Kale,
2: no, I didn't, and I couldn't find the highlights. I couldn't find highlights for them either. Yeah,
1: same problem here with the Hamburg game. Back to the worst page of all time. Oh, I did not even like what? See the team logo, so I couldn't even press on it.
0: I heard something about this Hamburg RoCler game. It was crazy at the end, and I think there was some controversy as well. I read something on uh, Twitter actually. Someone had said something about the game.
2: Like good controversy or bad controversy?
0: Uh, bad controversy. I think it went to overtime and uh, there was some controversy as to uh, what happened in overtime.
1: Of course they did. I believe the roughing in the ELF looks pretty good, so I know. And they have like replays and stuff.
0: I think I screenshotted what it was. Oh, it came from the Pan- uh, Road Club Panthers uh, official account as well.
2: Oh, oh no!
0: That is weird. Panthers Road Club. <laughs> So they tweeted out after referees allow running over injured Panthers defensive back Adam Larry, we lose the game in the overtime. After last year's DPI call, the referees kept the calling level, presenting it perfectly in today's game. Okay, and then a second measure. We can't let that destroy the incredible energy from the Panthers nation. Uh, despite the weather, the city showed us all love and support we needed today. We love you. Okay, so um, maybe it was just the English that was a bit weird.
1: Google Translate. Maybe. <laughs> it just sounds like a Google Translate word, I meaning like sentence.
0: Let's see if there's been said anything else. Oh, someone's saying that ref makes make mistakes sometimes someone's implying something because it's the hamburg hamburgs involved and that's supposedly the commissioners team
1: <laughs> yeah it is it is <laughs> see is somebody implying that that game was uh, if I could say a should show
0: <laughs> so someone commented commissioners team dot 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 coin toss now this dot dot dot. Does anyone know what coin Cointos the to? Was, was there a toss gate last year, or was that also from this year? Um, Inter- this is interesting. We should probably look more into w- what happened there, but that, that's some interesting stuff that must have went down. But it seems like uh, the Hamburg got the win. Yeah, 26-23 was the final score for Hamburg. Were yeah, there any so games well, that we... game. <laughs> were there any games that we didn't cover? Oh wait, I have, I have one more. Right, yeah, yeah. So, Barcelona Dragons at Rhyme Fire. The uh, before the before this week's games, I said, uh, "Well, this is probably game of the week." I'm not sure if I was right about that. But it was a close game, at least. And Barcelona, they came out with a victory, 17-13. to Uh, But, yeah, I was having major problems getting the stream going. Uh, I I was, again, at my brother's place, and we tried to start it on his computer to get it onto the TV. And the only thing I saw was a loading icon and some still... Images and then I got two seconds of something happening and then still image for three minutes So that was not a very fun watching experience And It went slightly better when I tried using it on my phone, but not that wasn't great either But what I can say is that well what once again, the We have uh, Nathaniel Robitaille. He's good for at least one uh, deep ball per game. (laughs) He had another one in this game.
2: (laughs) Where it seemed like, yeah, it seemed like
0: it. it seemed like Adam just threw the ball up there, and uh, Robitaille came back and got it. So that that was pretty cool.
1: There is levels to it. He's on a different level.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd probably argue. He's the best receiver in the ELF right now.
2: I'd say the uh, was the, the Cologne's wide receiver Quentin Pounds. Is that a thing?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's he also a, really good.
2: Yeah, he's up there. But he too.
1: lines up as a running back too, right?
0: No, not really. Maybe he has a bit, but I don't think he did. <laughs> but he he catches a lot of short stuff and gets a lot of yards after the catch while. Uh, Robitaille, as I said, is good for at least one of these deep balls per game. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Roby scored one of their touchdowns as well. But the Dragons won. Uh, Zach Edwards, he's quite the escape artist there in the pocket. I saw quite a few plays where he, he's just running away from pressure. And he had one beautiful ball where he, he was like being chased inside the pocket and running up the pocket sideways and then finally with someone in his face he's backing up a few steps and just launches the ball and they get a big play out of it like this is just what they get with zach edwards at quarterback
1: the lamar jackson of uh, elf
0: yeah i mean a bit yeah I, i think he he does a good job also when he's running around back there to keep his eyes downfield. Like that that's a mistake many quarterbacks make where you if you scramble around a lot, you decide to just tuck it and run. But he's he's looking downfield often quite a while before taking the decision to or making the decision to take off. But yeah, was there anything else I had about this game? I, yeah, I can't really say much more because I like struggled to watch it and then I watched back the highlights which weren't all that interesting from this game it wasn't really a highlight reel uh, game outside of a few of those Zach Edwards runarounds and then that Adam uh, Adam to Robitaille throw I think those were kind of the highlights of the game otherwise it wasn't too much happening offensively but regardless, it was a close, hard fought game. that, And uh, the Dragons stay undefeated for no while uh, the Rhine Fire suffer their first defeat. They're now 3 and 1.
1: Not the end of the world.
0: No, I don't think so. But now they're a game down against a, a conference rival here in Barcelona.
1: Fun fact: In the south of the GFL, the Munich Cowboys are ranked number one.
0: I mean, they're four and o tied with the uh, the Unicorns, right?
1: I think they scored more points.
0: Yeah, but yeah, they but have. They... It does, that doesn't really matter. They haven't played the Unicorns yet, so okay. they're they're tied. But yeah, those are the top teams in the. GFL South right now.
1: They beat the universe, Frankfurt Universe, 76 to
0: 8. <laughs> oh, 79
1: even. <laughs> oh, 79.
0: Okay. Jeez. Munich putting up points. Wow. No, the G- the GFL is pretty interesting right now. With the, at least the South, they have two undefeated teams, so those seem to be the sort of main drivers of the South. And then in the North, you've got Potsdam at the moment dominating at 4-0. and And then the Braunschweig, New Yorker Lions, they have two ties in there. Not every day you see that.
1: Easter, Easter knows that feeling.
0: <laughs> but hey, this is a two ties in five games. That's almost impressive. But they're undefeated still. And then the Berlin Adler sitting at 4-1 is also, they're also doing well, especially for a new team in, the G- in GFL1. They're doing really well for a new team.
1: Yeah, they're not last, so props to them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And should we check in quickly on the ELF standings?
1: Yeah, so Kale, get warmed up, buddy. Your time to have the mic soon enough. <laughs>
0: but yeah, in in the ELF, uh, we've got RoClaw at three and one, Hamburg at two at two and two. No, wait, other way around. Hamburg's three and one. Ro RoClaw Panthers, they're two and two in the north, and then Leipzig and Berlin are both one and three. So. I think all of these teams can be competitive and this can be a close race in the north north but right now you have Hamburg really have established themselves as a, as the top team there but but it they've been in some close games, especially uh, this last one against the panthers. And in the south, you now have uh, the Dragons. They're finally alone at the top after their recent win against the they're four and oh. Fire. They're 4-0. Rhinefire is in second at 3-1. Cologne Centurions, they're trailing behind at third with 2-2. Two and, two. and the Istanbul Rams are uh, yet to win a game. Uh, interesting to note, too. Cologne Centurions, they won their first two games but they're now on a two-game losing streak. So they're trending in the wrong direction at the moment.
1: They started hot.
0: And then fell off. Uh, the Frankfurt Galaxy, they're a bit in the opposite direction, them and the Raiders. So in the Central Conference, uh, Vienna is on top at 4-0, and another undefeated team. And then Frankfurt and the Raiders, they are both 2-2 two and two, and both are on Two-game winning streaks. So that that's pretty cool that both of those teams are trending upward after losing their first two games. And the Stuttgart Surge are sitting at 0 and 4 yet to win a game. That's the ELF right now for you.
1: So now in Sweden. Kel, how was your Swedish experience?
2: It was good. I mean, Swedish, like, it's definitely different. Um, the competition is very all over the place. I wouldn't say there was, except for Limham, there wasn't really, like, competition wasn't too too different. But I definitely enjoyed myself.
1: What What's um, special about Limham?
2: They were just, I mean, early on, they didn't really, weren't as dominant. And then the second half, they just took off and were just beating everybody. Besides the two games we had against them, we were just non existent in both those games.
1: Yeah, the team didn't show up those games.
2: No, no, we did not. The, I think the defense
0: showed up in the first game against them, but. That was probably the offense's worst game the entire season, and then the second game neither unit showed up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean we didn't we didn't have a, a quarterback for a second visiting, so yeah, like literally the it.
1: offense did not physically show up, not, not just <laughs> yeah. mentally, like
2: physically.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, something like that.
2: It's hard. It's hard to get anything going when you got your center calling directions and where the play is going to go.
1: <laughs> so. How does it feel to be the first center of all time to get a false start?
2: That I've never seen that before. That one Don't mind you,
1: Boy's center is twerking half of the game and moving right? half like two seconds before the snap goes.
2: <laughs> but I get a false start as I'm snapping the ball. Like come on, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I've, I've re-watched really that game, that play where you got that penalty, and I'm still as confused. Like, it doesn't even look like you move. So, wh- what's the – what's I don't know. going on
2: I don't there? Know how, I don't know how you call false start on the center. I've honestly never seen that one before. That one was uh, – yeah, I don't know what to say about that one.
1: Yeah, some stuff this year has made me confused.
2: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of really mind-boggling calls from the refs—that's for sure.
1: Like one of the biggest reasons I'm like thinking about retiring is the way I've been—I have been treated, getting treated this year. <laughs> like some calls on me were just like out of this world
2: some calls in a lot of the games were out of this world. I've never seen a forward pass get called on a fumble. Never seen that one before. So, I mean
1: like our last game, I dive for a fumble. I got flagged for late hit.
0: Yeah, was no it, listen, a f- listen, was listen, it a fumble, man. though, or was
2: it a guy yeah, on the ground? it was a literal fumble. fumble. Three people no, it, it was a fumble. It was um, a fumble. No side was already uh, diving before the, anybody had the football. So, so I, I might came that, in late,
1: selling. but I was in the air.
2: Yeah, I think the ref that called it was like 25 yards away from you as well. So, I don't know. The reffing out here is definitely mind-boggling. Like, there's definitely some very good refs here. But the ones that just don't know how to ref just make it look bad for everybody else. I mean, in our last game, couldn't even laugh. Couldn't have fun in our last game. There was no laughing policy. So All right. Never, one, never, one of our players...
0: One of our players got told he can't smile.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> football's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy yourself playing football. Now you're not allowed to smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. Talk I, when I, when trash I, part, I don't
1: understand. Like, why aren't I allowed to say stuff to the other team?
2: Yeah, trash, trash is part of the game.
1: Like, yeah, we can bump heads, but I can't say stuff.
2: Yeah, I... <laughs>
0: I think that I think uh, one of the refs told uh, one of our, our offensive linemen that w- we're quiet when we play and then uh, our holder on PATs he he was like hey they're talking just as much and then after that apparently he wasn't allowed to smile anymore or say anything or do anything
2: <laughs> yeah that's uh... Not
0: allowed to smile. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, we uh, we made fun of that the entire second half and during all of halftime.
1: He should wear a Smile More shirt the whole next se- season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some stuff, like, I don't know what ref was it. I'm not calling him out now, so I don't know.
2: Hey, the there Roman are,
0: you, you can buy a Smile More shirt for, uh, like, 200 crowns.
1: Yeah, it's Roman Atwood's merch, a YouTuber.
2: Yeah. yeah, Did you know that, Andre? Oh! I no, I did not.
1: That's pretty cool. It's like a whole brand. Let's put the like sticker the...
2: Right on your helmet.
1: <laughs> like, when Gustav got ejected, he said to the ref before the game something about, like, yeah, make sure you do good calls this game. Then he got no, some he, random he specific- stuff mid game.
2: He specifically asked for, for them to watch the blindside hits on him because the last game that they were refing, they didn't call any of them. And then this game again, what was it? Eustad? Yeah, know, it was the Easter. yeah, it
0: was our Easter game Gustav got kicked out of.
2: Yeah. he All he asked, apparently. From what I heard, all he asked for was to watch the blind sides, and then apparently one of the rest was like, Don't like stop talking, you're already gonna get yourself ejected. So I don't know the whole story of that one, but that's just from what I heard. Yeah, and, then, he and then was the blind side. And then
0: during the game, he got he got flagged twice for unsportsmanlike calls for saying something.
2: I was standing right think, next to him when he got ejected and he, I think all he said was this is how it's going to be. And it was already like, what, maybe two minutes left in the game? Yeah. And ref just like flagged him and got him out.
1: But I think his first flag when he said something to his own teammate. Yeah, I
2: don't, yeah, I don't I mean, remember that
0: flag. It, I mean, it's... Unless you're like dog-cussing your own teammates, but and hell, even then, you shouldn't be getting flagged when talking to your own team. If you're not directing anything towards the opposing team, the refs or fans or anyone else, you're just talking to your own teammates, then, like, no.
1: No, I believe, really, if you do not say any threats, that's, like, the line. Anything, it's like,
2: yeah,
1: open. Like, yeah, you suck. Yeah, it's totally normal. As long as you don't don't threaten
2: anybody, just don't threaten anybody. It's good. Everything else is fair. But as soon as you threaten somebody, that's when the flag should be coming out. I don't know. I've just seen too many bad causes here. And then. A coach goes to like ask or say something about the call, and then all of a sudden, nothing is going on. Oh, you mean um, like if they?
0: Yet. You mean like if they ask for clarification, they don't really get one, or?
2: Yeah, there's nothing. So it's just like you're just calling calling a game because you want to call the game the way you want to call it. You're not actually letting the game go. You're not letting you know, some refs let some things go and then other things they don't, right? And I feel like here's just very biased in the way they ref. And it's not even like I watched like really like I think it was what Gothenburg versus Stud beginning of the year. <laughs> and within like the last two and a half minutes there was like twenty flags thrown. And it was all against uh Gothenburg. It was all against Gothenburg, yeah. I
1: was like, yeah, it was like, like you're just third and 60 or something, what was it, right?
2: Yeah, it was something like that. Just, you are just killing the game at that point.
1: Yeah, the line judge that game, name is Gustav, I think. He, he's, he's a got random a, guy he, from Puritan. He sucks.
0: He, he's got aggression <laughs> problems.
1: Yeah, he got aggression problems.
2: <laughs> he's got aggression <laughs> problems, yeah.
1: I don't trust his referee. referee, referee.
2: <laughs> That's something else too out here. Like, you shouldn't be able to ref games in your own league just in terms of, like, being very biased or anything, right? Because even can, though you are refing, like, you're still going to have, like, a sense of being biased in some way.
0: Like yeah, not of. Like,
2: even if you don't think about it, you're definitely going to, right? But here I, the main I issue, think...
1: too, is usually the referees Referees are, like, from that team. Like, we have our own refs. Limham has their own refs. Easter does, I think. So, like, yeah, every I, team I has their own crew, kind of.
2: Yeah, it should just be, like, a, a collective pool. I don't think any team should have their own refs because then you have the chance of someone being biased. That's not something you want. But to be personal, I don't like
1: when a ref is biased for us. No, (laughs) that's what I
2: mean. Yeah, I don't want any bias, (laughs) anything to go on in the game. That's why I don't think there should be I don't think a team should have their own refs refing for them or Having, you know, a team having to go out and get their own refs for games, you, I feel like there should just be a pool. Do
0: you think refing should be a separate entity, like within each district or within the country or something like that?
2: Yeah, like there should just be a pool of refs and the refs from wherever they, want, whenever, wherever they are should be able to ref any game that they want. There shouldn't just be like a pool for your own club or a pool for that club or a pool for this club, you know what I mean? There should just be one pool of refs and they can just choose whatever game they want.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would be a different approach. I'm not sure how we'd figure it out practically, but something like that
2: could probably be possible. Because, yeah, you just don't want... You want the game to be fair and square, right? You don't want the chance of someone thinking that you're throwing flags on this team because you, you're you rooting for this team or anything like that. In some I cases, it, it did feel like that. And like and like games this I watched, year, a lot of games, in.
1: the outcome has been changed by some random flags.
2: <laughs> yeah, for instance, that Gothenburg versus Ustad. Like, you have and 60 in a game game-tying drive, or a game-winning drive.
1: Then us against Easter.
0: Yeah, that was another one too.
1: Because they scored on that drive, where the flag happened.
0: So, aside, aside talking about uh, the drive where we thought he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, then it got overturned yeah. to being two fouls on the play, and – replay the down, and then after the play, we got uh, a personal foul or unsportsmanlike and got moved 15 yards back. So somehow we went from thinking we have a touchdown to, oh, no, we just lost 15 yards.
1: No, they counted the block in the back that happened during the play that should Sorry, have you're... happened because it was a forward pass.
0: So, so they, yeah. ruled it, they ruled it a forward pass, intentional grounding, but then they also ruled they block in the back during the return. But by definition, if it's a forward pass, the return has not happened.
2: Exactly. You should blow your whistle when that happens. If you're going to call it like that, the play stops. You don't let the guy take it to the end zone and then throw up the touchdown sign and then say, oh, that was a forward pass. Don't mind if I just
1: scored on that drive.
2: I think yeah, I got so a that- there too.
1: Then our starting linebacker and fullback got ejected. So, like, that game was upside down.
2: Yes. Like, that game.
1: I usually don't get mad after, like, games. But that game, I almost cried. (laughs) Because it was a real important, like, game. And so much shit happened.
2: Yeah, I think after that, the whole team just... We just went to a different place. Like, no one really wanted to play anymore. It's hard to when That happens.
1: Yeah, like, after when Gustav got ejected after that, I'm like, like, okay, I'm out. I just liked that of that game, mentally.
2: Yeah, I think there was, like, five, four or five flags after that, too. <laughs> like, the... The umpire was staring right at Robin, and like wasn't watching anything else. Was just watching Robin, and threw like two or three flags on him in like four plays. So all he was doing is just staring at Robin and calling him for anything that he did. I was like, "What are you doing, bro?"
1: A lot of those sketchy games is Ista is a part of it. Easter gate maybe we have something maybe. To do. <laughs> Eastas
2: it's a possibility.
1: Yeah, Eastas players are so mad now, I bet you.
2: Oh 100 percent
1: I love Easta posted like, yeah, thank you for the South Zebras for this year or something. Like sucking up to the refs on Instagram.
2: No, they didn't.
1: Yeah, they did. Oh,
0: no, they no. they they posted uh uh thanks for this season for uh, everyone who's uh Refed our games and then they tagged every ref who's refed in any of their games this season
2: oh you can't do that (laughs) no like
1: shout out to Ista's Instagram page it's pure entertainment like their stories sometimes like Midsummer story when they posted their running back is touching flowers and holding a sword did you see it, Andre?
0: Uh, maybe I, I maybe may sort I of it, like, at it but what, I, I five, didn't really six, pay attention. I,
1: I was so confused because he's like walking slowly, touching the flowers, and holding a sword.
2: Was he holding <laughs> a sword for?
1: Yeah, exactly. Seems
0: like seems like Timmy's doing some random shit.
1: Yeah, Timmy the dinosaur. I don't know what he did in that story, but.
0: uh but Kale, do you have any any other thoughts about Sweden? What what was your what's been your favorite part about being here, and what's been your least favorite?
2: Um, besides being practice. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. But another one is definitely the. Uh... language barrier like yeah there's like a lot of people here that speak english but then there's a lot of people that don't so it's like it's definitely hard especially like when you're playing like in the game and all the refs are talking in swedish it's like i have no idea what's going on i have to ask somebody i was like what happened what just happened you you don't
0: you don't know the signs
2: oh I, i know the signs but half the time they don't use the signs properly Oh. So I still gotta ask. So that's another one. Um these things. There wasn't yeah, there wasn't too many things that I didn't like about it here. I I love it here. I'd come back honestly.
0: So what 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 are you your favorite things about being in Sweden then?
2: Favorite things about Sweden. Um
1: besides being a pro athlete here.
2: Hey man, that's just a plus. <laughs> Um, definitely like Swedish people are pretty nice for the most part. Um, the guys on the team are all good guys, guys on other teams are good guys. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm really bad at uh describing things that are good or bad. I just kind (laughs) of go with the flow and enjoy it all at once. Yeah, you're you're a pretty
0: chill person.
2: Yeah, I don't like to live. Too high up there. Kind of go with the flow of things. To all
1: of the listeners, Kale is a really good FIFA player. So if you think you're good at FIFA, hit him up. he will kick your ass. Ooh, are you? Yeah,
2: Yeah, but anyone that knows FIFA and plays Ultimate Team, FIFA is a scam, all right? Don't play it. Pay to win? (laughs) Not even pay to win. The game is just awful this year.
1: I don't even play video games. Andre plays Madden.
0: I used to be decent at FIFA as well, but I I should at some point.
2: Yeah, you got to before I leave.
1: Andre, serious question. Are you the number one Madden player in Sweden?
0: Uh, No, I don't think so.
2: Who actually plays football Heard Andre knows all the coverages in, in Madden.
0: Yeah, I think I do.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing against you. <laughs> I just we'll, playing and you'll call it my you'll call up my coverage before I even know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like like if you if I'm in a certain in certain formations and I see you line up in a certain way, I'll go like, okay, this is cover zero and the nickel's blitzing. Okay, I I can legit call it out.
2: Yeah, no, I, just... no, I can't play
0: <laughs> When I was playing uh, against the coach Josh the the other day, I I legit called out before a play. Okay, this is a man blitz. Snap the ball. Yep, it was Cover Zero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'd lose my mind.
1: Yeah, I games like especially Madden. I have hard time winning, like, in pro mode.
0: Ooh, yeah, man. I'd probably yeah. destroy you. So.
1: Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. I played yeah, online once, problem. and I, like, got whipped.
0: <laughs> but no, I, w- I would not make the claim that I'm the best Madden player in Sweden, but I would probably be, like, the, an upper tier, like, top, I don't know, 5% or something.
2: You just got to know all the Madden cheese plays.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, I I don't play like the cheat style of game. I try to keep it as realistic as possible when I play. So, like, I'll I'll play it like a real game, but I'm just for for a Madden player, really good at reading it properly.
1: So, Kale, what? Are you comfortable doing a list in like in a best position, like best D lineman, best something?
2: Yeah, I'm comfortable doing that.
1: So besides me, who's the best D line you have faced here in Sweden?
2: Best D line I faced here.
1: Yeah. Um, besides me, we didn't <laughs> need to brag.
2: I think the person that gave me the most troubles was 52 on Limham.
0: Trouble, oh. playing defense yeah he's he's good
2: yeah he didn't he didn't come play nose very often but when he did he gave me so many troubles because they had they had one of their smaller linemen playing against me the whole game i noticed in the second game we played them they had their smaller nose play against me and then we'd get to the red zone and 52 would line up against me and just give me a run for my money i didn't know what to do so i'm playing against someone that's Half my size, and just doing whatever I need to do against him, and then all of a sudden I can't move the person in front of me. It was just a big switch up. He gave me, definitely gave me the most problems. Huh.
1: So you put him number one.
2: For people I've played against, yeah,
1: yeah. Who's number two? Just give us a quick number. Two, top
0: three.
2: <laughs> top three. Ooh, put me on the spot here. Um. Damn. I don't remember people like that. You did not uh,
1: play against Ista's no stack, right?
2: I played against him for maybe three drives.
1: Yeah, he came in like the last five minutes of the game or something weird. The yeah. First
0: time. Oh, when we were in Ista? Yeah, I don't think he was himself yeah. uh, in that game, the tie we had. He came in. <laughs> he, he, he was working and came in late to the game. They said he was gonna show up around halftime, but he didn't show up until mid-fourth quarter.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he, I mean, he was
2: pretty strong, but he didn't do much. He looked he looked um, off when he came in. Who else did I play against this year? I'm trying to remember.
0: Uh, Gothenburg didn't really have anyone at D tackle, did they?
2: You, you no, loved a,
1: Gothenburg's D tackle. You loved his helmet, I heard.
2: Yeah. He used this helmet a lot. Wasn't <laughs> Gothenburg's D line that gave me troubles? Those are their linebackers. Okay. They were one of the more physical linebackers in the league. Um, Damn. I don't really know who to give that number two spot to. There wasn't a lot of people that gave me troubles. Um, if we're going for a list against the whole league. I would definitely put uh Nani up there. He's a freak of nature, he's fast as hell. Yeah,
0: that's a defensive yeah, end for uh, our Predators.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's quick in practice,
1: he has the most tackles by a lot on the line.
2: Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely a freak. Number three, I don't even know, bro. Hmm. Um, I didn't play against too many people.
0: I it's I like, talked about the uh, number 52 for Lam'Hem, David, David Strobel, quite a bit uh, last week. But that was mostly for his efforts as, as an offensive lineman when he completely... Ran over uh an Easter linebacker when lead blocking on a seventy yard run, <laughs> but I I know he's really good at D line yeah, as well. He's, he's good. He's you good. know
1: how bad it feels. The best off, he's the best tackle and the best D line in the league.
0: Yeah,
2: he yeah, might man.
1: see. It's it's the visor, it's the visor, <laughs> and it's not the- having to wear knee pads. <laughs> the,
2: the visor and that Lyman swag. He's got both of them.
1: He has no knee pads. I commented no on Facebook. I told him, like, yeah, nice knee pads. They're only thigh pads.
2: <laughs> Just really low thigh pads?
1: No. Like, really high thigh pads. Yeah, I can send wow. you a picture. There are no knee pads. I'm exposing him here today.
2: <laughs> yeah, you really are. If, if we
0: still have any riffs listening after uh, the previous discussion... <laughs> Uh, make, make sure Strobel is wearing knee pads next season. <laughs> or oh, in the playoffs, he's playing in the yeah. playoffs
1: too. He will look like a newbie in the playoffs, wearing the biggest knee pads ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All the knee pads
2: are gone. He's got got to wear the fat ones now.
0: And and don't and don't forget to force him to remove the visor as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, is that visor legal here?
0: No, no he's okay. only had to take it off in one game
1: for his defense <laughs> on the rear athlete website it's in the like clear section if I could say so it's like it counts as a clear but how clear is it it's the, like
0: so it's like a advisor but
2: sort of clear
1: yeah hmm.
2: I mean it's, back a, it's on, a gray you area able I don't know. To see your eyes. You just got to be able to see the eyes. So, in
0: uh, in Canada?
2: Yeah.
0: So Canadian rules. Yeah, you have to see the yeah. eyes?
2: Yeah. And you can get yeah. a doctor's <laughs> note to get the really dark ones. And you just be like, go to your doctor and be like, oh, the sun hurts my eyes when I play football. So <laughs> I, get
1: I was trying to get it this year, but Saf or Svetri has been dodging me the whole year. I've been emailing <laughs> people the whole season. So until next year, I'm returning from getting a black visor.
0: (laughs) But, but yeah, we used to have that same rule about you need to be able to see the eyes, but they switched it to only allowing clear visors. I think that was because like people had tinted visors to the point where, where they were like on the edge of being able to see your eyes and, when the refs made their checks, the people were just like looking up into the sun to make it brighter, to make sure you could see through to the eyes and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, like a little glare.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like, ah, oh, look, look look up a bit and make sure sun's shining through so you can see. Yeah. So
1: that was the rule until Strobel made it whatever he wanted to <laughs> And their running back, number five, is wearing the same visor. Which running back? Five, the short one. Okay, their whole running back crew is short. Limham's running back.
0: Yeah, but their main running back is uh, Nesic, number six.
1: Yeah, the Who's number, number five. The immigrant one with the black hair, come on. For Limham? The one who got MVP against us.
2: I think that was six, wasn't
0: it?
1: Six or five?
0: The six is Alexander Nesic. I know that for a fact. I'm not sure who wears number five in Limham, But but Nesic has been their main running back this season.
1: One guy who got like 100 touchdowns on us. The last game. Like every time he ran the ball, it was a touchdown.
2: Right up the middle.
1: Yep. My gap. Let's go, baby.
2: Seize parting.
0: Osaid isn't there. Uh,
1: I'm double teamed. I'm taking a playoff.
0: No, you need to stand your ground. (laughs) You can't just take the playoff because then the next gap becomes all the more open and then the player filling the gap has a much tougher job. You have to stand your ground so that the gap isn't too big so the player who's supposed to fill that said gap can actually do his job.
1: See, tomato, tomato like some other people should do their job also. like we got two linebackers back there.
0: I mean <laughs> every, everyone needs to do their job. It's pretty simple. for defense Ooh, to work yeah. properly, for a defense to work properly, each player on the defense needs to do their job.
1: I think it's Adrian something with a P. I'm not pronouncing that name.
0: Uh, can you spell it out?
1: Paulotvi.
0: I meant the letters. Yeah, but I gave you the whole <laughs> name.
2: <sounded> out. <laughs>
0: I
1: gave you the name. P-O-U-R? O-U-R, yes. L-O-T-F-I.
0: Adrian uh, Purlotfi. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. It doesn't say his number here on the website, but...
0: Interesting. Kale, anything else you want to get off your chest before uh, we end this podcast?
2: No, I think I've said too much. I don't want to get you guys in too much trouble.
1: We already banned.
2: (laughs) I'm already
0: (laughs) already, already destroyed this year. We'll let let it cool off for a bit, and then we'll have an exciting guest in uh, October or November who's going to... Say some more uh, fun comments.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: but we're we're not going to say more than that about that. But yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but next week we have an exciting guest who just confirmed him his attending attendance. Ooh, should we make it a surprise?
0: <clears throat> ah, fuck it. We're getting a uh, Christopher Desesau on the podcast. He made one of our uh, lists. Uh, it was the. Receiver Receiver's North. list from the Division 1 North. So we're now getting him on the podcast. His Orlando Jets will be hosting uh, the Gothenburg uh, Boy Marvels this oh. weekend. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to have him on.
1: Yeah, before we end, I made my top five hardest hitters list. I oh, let's twe- it. tweaked it a bit. <laughs> I cannot put myself on it, right?
0: No. No, no, you, no,
1: I believe I hit hard. Do not confirm no, that. No,
0: no, no, I will <laughs> deny that.
1: Okay, you should have seen the running backs running away from me. No, their job, but okay. <clears throat> Number one is 24 for Ista, Marcus, the two tall returner. <laughs> <laughs> His days in the Maple League made him a machine of hitting, he does not have any regards for human life. <clears throat> Number two is uh Enoch, our DB. He runs like a 4-4 and weighs as much of an as an offensive lineman.
0: No, he doesn't weigh as much as an offensive lineman, he but weighs he, more he, than Jonathan. He he's a he's a bigger dude for a corner, definitely.
1: He weighs 90
2: something. John- Jonathan's like 94
1: kilos. Yeah, Enoch is 95 or more. Hmm. Number three is uh, Oscar Matson, our linebacker.
0: Yeah, he he usually comes flying into tackles. So and, he, he has, he moment. and he's incredibly strong and very explosive.
1: Listen, he has no regard year, for his body. No, this year he made the mo- like I said it before. Football is fun because of the small moments you get on the field. This moment was probably my favorite. Before the snap, he's shadow boxing, like full on shadow boxing. Then the snap goes, he hits Timmy, the Easter running back, makes him do a flip. Like he goes from shadow boxing to knocking out the national team running back. It was like so weird and so much fun. So he's number three.
0: When's, number the, when, when's the national team going to give Oscar Madison a call?
1: Yeah, for sure. He, they need him <clears throat> after that Italy game. <laughs> number four. Okay, now four and five are the sketchy ones. Number four is also my teammates. Like, not so mean. Not a lot of players here in Sweden like hit hard. Rarely do you find like hard hit players. My point of it. Number four is Elliot, our receiver, who sometimes plays DB. Who I think was the only person who could hit Marcus as hard as Marcus hit him. (laughs) He did to Marcus what Marcus does to others. And number five... I had to discuss this one with a couple of teammates, but is Dennis the Limham center? He hits hard.
0: That's an interesting pick.
1: Like he uses his his head a lot, but he actually hits hard.
0: I think my list would be very different than yours, but yeah, Uh, maybe maybe (laughs) I should make that list at some point. Say it really quick. I'm I'm interested. No, but I'm not sure what my list would be right we now. We
1: can our list. We can do like the same thing as the rankings.
0: <laughs> no, we don't need to do that. But I I, I think I've taken this year came from uh, uh, Emmanuel Hasselby, the Limham outside linebacker, number 81.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see him like make a lot of hard hits this year
0: yeah i mean he's not tackling ball carriers a bunch but like bumping receivers and tight ends off their routes i mean those are still hits (laughs) and he hits hard
1: so you put him instead of dennis i
0: I don't i I haven't made up a list i'm just saying (laughs) among (laughs) among the people who hit me this season i think he hit the hardest You can't
1: say my list is bad if you don't have a list of your own. No, I didn't say your list. I would have put myself number
0: five. I didn't I can't. (laughs) I I didn't say you had a bad list. I just said we'd have some differences.
1: Putting on the show, Andre says my list is bad.
0: No, I I did not (laughs) say that. I never said that aside.
1: Now Marcus will headhunt you the whole game because he said he, he doesn't hit hard.
0: I never said that either. Did you say
1: Marcus hits like a retired person? <laughs> like an elderly person?
0: What? Aside, aside the the conspiracy theorist out here just saying that I said a bunch of stuff.
1: See, Lander could put himself first on the, the DB list. Who? And like Leander. Leander. Oh, Morovka, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could put himself because, like, everybody confirmed that he was number one, so he was allowed to put himself number one. But me, I think it's hard to put myself number five. I need to ask
0: around.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it'd I be would be like not. a, it'd be like a top ten, top fifteen, maybe.
0: I I don't I don't think you're uh, gonna. Land anywhere close to a hardest hitter list when, if I were to make one aside.
1: You haven't been hit by me anyway,
0: so. N- no, not really, but I haven't really seen you hit that hard either.
1: If, you know it if you feel it.
0: <laughs> I would probably put uh, Strobel on my list uh, somewhere.
1: See, he scares uh, you, that's why.
0: No, but I think he hits hard.
1: That he hits like, he hasn't hit me hard, so I don't like I haven't felt yeah him.
0: but like but like when he, when he's pulling and shit he just runs people over and it's terrifying.
1: Yeah yeah like if we're doing a scary list he's number like one or two
0: <laughs> but no when he hits I think he hits really hard I and mean, I don't know who else would make my list maybe uh like
1: Marcus and Enoch should make the list at least.
0: Yeah, I think they would. Uh Dennis Dennis is an interesting shout. I think he does hit pretty hard when he hits, but
1: yeah, like because he climbs a lot. Like he, he usually goes for the linebackers.
0: I mean he's he's friggin' chasing DBs in the secondary sometimes. It's weird. It's weird, man. Yes,
1: yeah, so, like he deserves to be on the list just because of him hitting people <laughs> in the secondary.
0: For I, I, I sent a clip to a side once where uh, I commented on what he was doing. He tried to chase after one of our safeties like 15 yards downfield, whiffs on him, turns around, and then goes full tilt to go hit a side. <laughs> it, no, it
1: I took it like a champ. Yeah, minute. yeah, yeah.
0: You you kind of half evaded him and only like got knocked back a half a yard or something. But like, it, it was just a, such a weird play to rewatch.
1: Do you put anybody on that list, Kale? My list. Uh, See, Kale is allowed to do his list. My list get like changed and I'm, I'm not allowed to have any opinions on this show.
2: Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely put 24, number one. I'd probably put Oscar, number two. And oh. then three, four, five are open. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I, think, I think Oscar, Oscar definitely hits harder than Enoch. Because like he has no remorse for what happens to his body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he throws himself like an arrow when he makes the tackle.
0: Oh, yeah. But but I think uh, M- Marcus uh, is probably a, a unanimous pick at number one because he, he just knocks people out left and right.
1: Yeah, like I said it the first time we played them, like when you hear the hit from the sideline, you know it's bad. Yeah. And he also like doesn't have any like me like he does not care about his body either
0: i'm seeing a theme here uh from uh, a lot of football players and not caring about their bodies
1: yeah see this list is like who's the most maniac
0: <laughs> who's least afraid of getting hurt
2: who's enduring the most cte <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: <laughs> no, I mean I think that's more so more so the linemen who are just headbanging up front. <coughs> Robin Robin. Listen, uh, listen if we make a list
1: of who <laughs> suffers from the most CTE, Robin is the unanimous number one.
0: I don't care. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah.
1: ran on the field with no helmet.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the same game, there was one play where he did f- get flagged for like unnecessary roughness, where he Grabbed the press, the breastplate of the defender, and proceeded to just headbutt him hard three times consecutively. (laughs) Yeah, I was standing right next to it. I was
2: like, What are you doing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then in the same game, the play aside, just was just talking about also happened. He loses his helmet during the play, and I think it was because someone. Like, pushed it off so due to, like, an illegal hands-to-the-face call. But anyway, he keeps playing, runs downfield, and tries to find someone else to block, which is illegal because you're not allowed to participate without your helmet on. But <laughs> it was, like, such a, I don't give a shit about what happens. I'll just go fucking hit someone. and It was kind of hilarious to watch.
1: See, Robin's shoulder pads look like they look brand new. Cause he never uses him. He only uses his helmet. Like he took the word.
2: Helmet needs to get. His helmet yeah. needs to get painted every year.
1: Like he took the word <laughs> "use your head" in like a totally different way.
0: Oh, <laughs> instead of the brain, it's just uh, use it against use brick your wall for violence.
1: <laughs> like no, he hasn't used his hands this whole year. Only helmet. <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. He uses hands to grab the shoulder pads of his opponent to be able to headbutt easier. (laughs)
1: Like, he's the number one, like, CTE.
0: Candidate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. CTE of the year. Who's number two?
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: Could it be you, Kale? No, I don't use my head ever. I try Uh not to.
1: Smart, Kale has hands actually.
0: Smart, yeah. In, in, in the uh, west.
1: Limham uses his head, his head a lot, so he's probably got some CTE.
0: Ah, uh, maybe <laughs> let's be honest. I think a lot of us football players probably uh, have or are very likely to have CTE.
1: None of us remembers what they had
0: for breakfast. I don't think I ate breakfast.
1: See, you don't even remember eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember not eating I breakfast.
0: breakfast.
1: <laughs> I'm in my fifth year in college because I keep forgetting what year I'm in.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm
1: joking. It's my second year. Take it easy, people. I'm not retarded.
0: Uh, I think I am in my fifth year. <laughs>
1: Do you remember that you are in your fifth or you forgot what year you are in?
0: I mean, it's it's weird because I'm in like a postgraduate program. So, yeah, and I haven't been like a straight line student where I just did a one bachelor's degree out and then go. I've been a, a bit come and go when it comes to studying, but I think it's my fifth year of studying in Sweden. At least I did one semester abroad as well. So maybe it's my sixth, depending on how you count.
1: See, it's called CTE. No. I don't think, I don't think
0: this, this is called CTE.
1: See, practicing against uh, Robin does stuff to you after a while.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's practicing next to Robin and hearing him talk a lot.
1: We need to do an episode about Robin, like the the brain of like the... In- Inside of the brain of Robin.
0: Okay, maybe we
1: should. I'm we scared to get him on here. Somewhere. We will should lose we do... 80% of our fans.
0: Should we do it sometime uh, before or after the U19 season, maybe? Uh,
1: off season, off season. So, like, if the refs get mad and coaches get mad, we do not get our ass kicked.
0: <laughs> okay, so at like, the end of.
1: like, they will visit our houses.
0: At the end of the U19 season, after it's over, we'll get Robin on here. yeah do do you want to agree to that now because robin's listening so if we promise that he's gonna hold us to it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we promise you robin
0: okay robin you you can be on the the (laughs) podcast
1: and before the episode let's just mention that we are not a part of anything he says
0: we do not stand behind this message
1: we are literally the middleman
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're just creating a platform to say stupid shit
1: Like we did this episode, I don't think I have said anything interesting.
0: Hey, it's been it's been fun talking though. Yeah. Awesome to have you on again, Kale.
2: Thank you very much for having me on.
0: I hope you, uh, I hope you find a a place in either Sweden again or uh, elsewhere in Europe next season. Also.
2: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Get my it'll film be, out there.
0: It would be cool to have you back here. I would not
2: mind coming back.
0: Yeah, but this uh, is the end of our episode. Please uh, go buy gloves, everyone. You get 10% off from Contact Sports if you use our code Gridiron at checkout. You can find this podcast on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please go follow all of our uh, social media accounts. And see you next episode. Bye bye. Peace. Peace. Bye.